Alpha Gundam style and welcome to Wow Cool Robot. This is the last one. We're gonna talk. We're gonna answer your questions. We're gonna rank some robots. It's gonna be good. I'm Julia. I'll be your co-host for the final time. I use she and they pronouns. I'm your other co-host, Jared. I also go by Jay, and I use he and them pronouns. I'm your other other co-host, Max. I use he, him pronouns. I will still be here after this episode, for what it's worth. The other two, I'm going to eject into space. I can't leave. It's fine. It's it's what I have agreed to. Mm-hmm. It's what I deserve, it's the frankly. Mm-hmm. I'm already begin. Y- y'all are podcasting from the sort of like Gundam containment pods, and after this episode is over, I'm going to fling this big old rock we're on into the sun. Yes, there you go. Maybe a small, polite child will rescue you. Who knows? Uh, probably not. <laughs> Catra, where are you? Um, for those of uh, I literally almost said for those of listener once again. Jesus. <laughs> for those of listener. For those of you who've listened to the podcast before, you're probably familiar with how these wrap-ups go, which is part one is us talking about the show, part two is us ranking robots, and part three is the mailbag. Um, I'm going to say it now. This mailbag is literally too big for us to be able to answer all of it in an episode. So what I've done, I've chopped and screwed the mailbag. I've kind of rearranged the questions ordinarily. I do it chronologically. But I basically have organized it so that the, the more... <sighs> I'm not pertinent questions. I want to be able to give everyone who submitted stuff a chance to have their questions answered. Um, I want to give a good balance of funny questions to more serious discussions. So when we get to that point, if you submitted a question that wasn't read, I apologize. Um, honestly, I'll probably, the ones that we didn't get to, I'll just start answering in our channels in the Discord anyway, so we can still talk about them. It's just if too much to do on the air. you answered, um, just, you know... Just kill your fellow listener before the next season, and there you go. Less complicated. Yeah, it's this is a battle royale. By the time IBU ends, we only have so many slots ready. There you very, go. very sad. Um, Why does our listener count keep dropping? I don't understand. Oh, jeez. Oh, the metrics keep going down. This is so sad. Huh. <laughs> um, all right. First order of business, folks. Uh, the show. Is it good? Do we think it? Do we think it? <laughs> Do we think it? I have I have all along, and you know what? I will continue to stand by that. Yeah. I think and stick with me here. Uh-huh. I think I think the first 85% of the show is good. The uh-huh. last chunk not ideal, and then Endless Walks kind of put some white out on it and cleaned it up a bit to the point where it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I so I don't have nostalgia for Wing, right? I from whatever Wing I watched as a Wii one, I do not remember. So I went into the show blind. And while it is the least of all of the Gundam series I've watched for the podcast so far, again, I've seen five counting Wing. It's like it's a B class series. It's good, you know. I mean, for what it's worth, 0079 Zeta RS class and yeah. Uh, Double Zeta and G are A class, and this is B class. B class not meaning like, oh, it's mid. No, it's good. I like Gundam Wing, except for, you know, when it starts to like fall flat on its face 10 times in a row, but alas, yeah. nobody's nerfed. <laughs> also, I think, do you think that has to do with the fact that it's so vastly different from the other series as well? Like, we were talking about this a couple times where it's it's less of a robot show and more of a like, show I... about... <sighs> 
So we have a question about this that I hope we mm-hmm. can get to, but I think the fact that it's different is what I like about it. I mm-hmm. The parts I didn't like are when it so heavily tries to ape the original Gundam formula. And admittedly, there are parts of that, like, that it does well, but when you kind of combine it all together, like, you know, it became really, really blatant at the end of the show where I was I was just, sure. you know, getting really tired of it. But I liked how different it was. I liked how it was focused on this, like, just this sheer level of melodrama that we hadn't really seen. Well, I guess we'd seen it in G, but again, the melodrama in G Gundam is framed so differently than the melodrama in Gundam Wing, right? G Gundam is like, I'm going to punch a hole in the universe to save the woman I love. And the melodrama right. in Wing is like, I'm going to tear up your birthday invitation and tell you to go fuck yourself. You know, it, they're completely yeah, different it's, levels. It's a lot more toned down. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not as dramatic uh, overall as, like, over the top as uh, G Gundam is, for sure. It almost feels like a like a soap opera in some parts. Yeah, absolutely. A soap opera in space. Almost like you uh, could maybe call it space a space opera. Rock opera. I refuse. <laughs> a sprock opera. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, like, having not seen this show before, going in blind with a blank slate, I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. Maybe, and again, after I've seen the entirety of Gundam, maybe my viewpoint will be changed because i will have context of like everything else and it will drop lower maybe it'll be higher who knows but like i like the series i think that it could have tried to do things more differently again my favorite parts of the series were when it is like so up its own ass with all of these like betrayals and factional (laughs) politics yeah And if it had more of that quite good yeah and if it had more of that complete fucking nonsense i would have liked it more but it's like i think part of the problem is that it's so tethered to gundam it's kind of like you know the the star wars sequels they're good but like they're so fucking tethered to the original trilogy that they can't it's harder for them to do their own thing i think that's a pretty good way to look at it i i really um i agree with your like general ranking of like putting it in like a b tier and i'm sure as you go on you know like you said it might go up or down but honestly it might kind of just stay where it is yeah like it's it's one of those things where you look back at it and you're like, oh, yeah, I had fun. And then you you might dip into it again. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm having fun. And you're not having like the best time of your life or uh, <clears throat> anything along those lines. But, you know, it's it is what it is. And it's not perfect. It and that's part of like <laughs> the charm almost it, like like a bad movie. Um, exactly. Like they have their own cult following of people who love them because they're they're bad you know mm-hmm. i i think wing kind of falls it, it nestles very comfortably into that category yeah i mean i've always said the best thing for a podcaster is bad media to talk about and i wouldn't necessarily yeah. say wing is bad media all the time it's certainly bad media some of the time and hell even my favorite gundam series are bad media some of the time but like i feel like with wing we never ran out of things to talk about to make it interesting and like yeah. that's something that the show does well I my favorite bits of wing to kind of push the conversation in a a little different direction Mm -hmm. is the chunky and clunky sci fi where they were trying to keep it grounded, but they were trying to also do like, you know, futuristic sci fi. So you have like clunky old ass computer terminals that are these massive rigs with these huge keyboards 
and they run on fucking floppy disks. Yeah. And, and also, there are, like, giant man-made machines that look like humanoids that also run on floppy disks, as we find out towards the end of the show. Yeah. But, like, yeah. It's, it's so hilarious to me. And, and they never really try to explain it. It's kind of like in 0079. Amuro's in the cockpit, and he has, like... I think twin joysticks, right? Something along those lines. It, yeah. It's very much the same with these Gundams. They have just joysticks, but somehow they're doing these complicated ass maneuvers and you're just kind of like, sure, whatever. And I just, I love that like smashing together of like very hard sci-fi trying to blend with like 90s futurism a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I, futurism know, yeah. isn't the right word, but like you get what I mean. It's... It's hardly futurism because, again, so much of the technology is rooted in what we had in the 90s. None of it is really that imaginative beyond what they had when the show was being made in, like, the mid to late 90s. But it, it doesn't... It almost feels like they were adapting it rather than yeah, trying to yeah. look out into the future. They mm. were trying to see how would this tech be used if we were at this point. Right, because... Um, which I think is actually kind of interesting. Absolutely, because when you think back to the original Gundam series, is like there's really like there's not a lot of technology that you see that's like out of the ordinary. Like you know they they have the bridge controls on these ships, and it's just like a bunch of big keyboards and small screens, and like everything e- e- everything is very situated in the place and time that the show's made it. And like jumping ahead to Iron Blooded Orphans, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but like characters will walk around with like basically ipads because that show was made in like 2015 like touch screens and all this kind of stuff so it's like i from the gundam i'm familiar with nothing really goes beyond the time period it's in but i think because it doesn't do that it kind of grounds it and really it not only through the design language of the robots itself which kind of you can definitely tell when a show when a gundam series is made based on just looking at the robots but like yeah the technology and everything else surrounding it, you can really tell when it's made. And it's just like, Gundam Wing is a thing from the 90s. And that's okay, because we're all from the 90s. True. I mean, the show came out literally the day before I was born, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. a, a dark portent, if you will. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I had fun watching it, you know? it's And it's very easily accessible, too. Like... It's yeah. on both Funimation and Crunchyroll now. Like, there's, it's mm. very easy for people to watch because I know people. I'm not trying to call out anyone who listens to the pod and doesn't watch this show, but like, it's easy to. It's again, it's a 49 episode show. It's two seasons, so it's like a bit of yeah. a commitment. But like, I think it's worth watching. Yeah, absolutely. It's. I I wouldn't tell people to sit down and watch this show, but I would absolutely be like, hey, if you like need something to watch while you're working, hey, if you build Gundam kits. Or, you know, work on models. If you love doing puzzles, if you love doing something while you have something passive in the background, this is a pretty good show for that. Because it doesn't demand Absolutely. your attention. And if you pay too much attention, it might piss you off. <laughs> if you pay too, <laughs> if you pay it, too it, much it attention. worse. Yeah, exactly. You're, if you pay too much attention, you're in hell. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's like, again, it's the show that definitely... Well, shit, you know what? I almost want to say it's more valuable watching it without having known about all the other Gundam series. Because mm. it'll make you frustrated when you realize that's me, baby. <laughs> you have you have the benefit of just a a clean, pristine slate, while I'm just kind of like seething and like 
biting at the drywall behind you or something because someone yeah, says something. Every time you all mentioned like Char's counterattack, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. You just you're, you're just doing Kermit swell? nodding. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it's the best show to get people into Gundam, but it's definitely an easy show to recommend. It is. It's and like as somebody who it absolutely was my onboarding, and obviously is kind of the extent of it right now outside of watching people build kits and and talking to everyone on the discord yeah it was really it's a smooth onboarding yeah because it's kind of its own contained thing like i know we've talked about this uh but you and i that like there's stuff after wing but with it being so separate from the main shows Uh uh-huh it kind of it's it feels like it's like an easy way to just kind of plop somebody down in front of it and it can be a really good jumping off point as a result Mm -hmm. and that's Wing is weird because it's also like it came out in 95, but it also kind of came out in the year 2000. So, yeah, yeah, uh, like for, especially for American audiences. This is the one that and we'll probably talk about this later, but it might be the one that people think of when you talk about Gundam if they're not really familiar. I'm certain it's the one that my brother would think of, if not G Gundam. Um, mm-hmm. And my brother's like 31. So, um it's just like if you if you like the robots and you really are just kind of here for that there are points that we can direct you to if you really like the like cast and like that ensemble coming together there are Gundams that do that better than this if you like the war stories and you want something you know more serious and and tonal like that there's a different direction we can point you if you Mm -hmm. really like like building models and you're enthusiastic about that guess what there's gundam series about that like yep (laughs) it's it's almost as if this 42 year old media franchise has found a way to sort of diversify itself to ensure longevity towards any amount of people and that fucking rules gundam kicks ass yeah and i kind of kind of got lost in what i was saying but like wing is kind of the halfway point for gundam in almost like a literal sense because like i mentioned it came out essentially in 2000 in the u.s uh Mm -hmm. and so for a wider audience a western audience even um it's literally like the midway point between uh 79 and Mm -hmm. (laughs) like 2022 when yeah who god knows when we're getting the witch of mercury but (laughs) oh it's october oh it is okay incredible um it's it's like oh we did get a release date October twenty twenty two. I can't Dope. read, so that's probably I'm... been known for a while. <laughs> no, th- oh, this is from a couple days ago. Oh wow. Um, I'm glad I could break this news to you. Uh, what I was gonna say is like th- this might not be the most sort of productive way to go about saying it, but if I were to like, if you take the average person who watched Toonami back in the day and didn't really engage mm-hmm. with anime past then, and I hold up a picture of Amuro Ray and I hold a picture of Hero you and I say which one of these is the main character of Gundam, I. Wouldn't be surprised if more people picked Hero. <laughs> Probably going to point at Hero, yeah. And, and like, you know, I Gund- I don't want to have to say, hey, watch Gundam, and then bring out a fucking chart explaining all of, like, the different seven Absolutely or eight not. timelines of Gundam. Like, that's not part of it. That's going to turn people off to it. But with Wing, it's like, this is one series and then, you know, an hour and a half movie set in its own universe, disconnected from literally every other part of the franchise. Mm-hmm. If you want mm-hmm. to get into it without having, without needing to know anything else, like, this is a good place to start. Also, pretty solid subs and dubs, I would argue. Yeah, no, There's absolutely. Better... They, like, I feel like this is a very... it's a It was a good time period for it to get dubbed. Because you don't have, yeah. like... 
what four kids did to Yu-Gi-Oh. Listen to fucking Podigree if you want to hear me get mad <laughs> literally every week about JoJo that. JoJo dubs are doing. Yeah, it's just like. Sorry to be a hater, but the part three and part four dubs are ass. <laughs> it, it, it's it's just like there there's not a more valid way to watch the show one way or another. And I'm not saying it's more valid subs or dubs anyway. Like, I'm not going to get into that Iron Man. It's a can of worms. So I'm sure. not willing to open. But <laughs> it, 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 it's such like as far as 90s Gundams go, there is G Gundam Wing and After War Gundam X. And I haven't seen X yet. But like, I think representative of Gundam Wing is more representative of Gundam as a whole than G is, I would say, because yeah. G's the one where they just do martial arts. Yeah, G is sick as fuck, but it's also an outlier. <laughs> like, yeah, truly. and that's why it's sick as fuck. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just like when I talk about it like this, I can't help but look back so fondly on Wing. And again, I'm sure my opinion will cool over time, but it's just it's a good slice of history for the franchise. I'd say I think that's what really it boils down to, you know. Yeah, much it's like, important. you know, magma coming to the surface, becoming lava and cooling off. I think it'll just solidify your opinion on Wing as you go. Hey, yeah. Any geology heads nothing? out there? Yeah, you know, I love uh, obsidian. and I love, I love fucking and rocks. I, I love <laughs> rocks. I love chert. Um, I love salt. Yeah? I love salt. I love loam. basalt. I love clay. I'm, I'm real loam head. Yeah, you know, I love garnet. And, and and pearl. Okay, wait, time out here. <laughs> okay, Max. Never <laughs> seen the show, place. Julia. <laughs> All I know is that Pearl hates the Irish. Um <laughs> before we get too distracted, is there anything else we wanna wanna say? Cause like I feel like this is a shorter than average overview, but again, a lot of our questions that we are getting will like direct us Honestly, into more. Yeah. Di- direct topics uh is there anything else we kind of want to say about the the show as a whole um i think i'm good moving on to the questions yeah yeah that'll at least that'll at least uh yeah. angle us in various places yeah we'll, sure. we'll and again if we're <laughs> active in the discord if you want to know something that we didn't say in the show just ask us yeah absolutely uh trey's kushinata did nothing wrong let's go the the the, the except uh except for die because i miss him every day yeah <laughs> um all right <clears throat> let's do a thing so, I have every prominent, every important, every worth talking about mobile suit from Wing. And we have a tier list. And we are going to collaboratively put where we want all of these things to go. Uh, this is going to be a tug of war. But we haven't had a problem on the pod yet. I know friendships have been ruined because of this fucking thing I do. So, fingers crossed it will remain that way <laughs> in perpetuity. Um, um, my only question is, before we get started, are we including the Endless Waltz versions? We are. Perfect. Okay, then I have no because complaints. While, while they are the same suits, they are completely different designs and thus worth talking about in a separate breath as their base 100%, suits. 100%, yeah. Uh, I usually organize it by order the things show up in. Forgot to do that for this, so I just vaguely did it in that order. Uh, okay. By the I mean, end, the first thing we see was. ever is the Trago, so... Yeah, and and we'll get to that after the main boys. So okay, cool. Number one on this list: Wing Gundam, the regular one, just like re- good old regular Wing. Oh, and by the way, I'm not doing the endless waltz manga designs because we didn't read That's that. That's fine. So yeah, yeah. Uh, There's do like we teardrop designs as well. Yeah, fuck that. Not <laughs> I'm not doing it. the Snow White Requiem, whatever the hell. Um, I feel like the base regular Wing. I feel like that is just like a solid. B. like yeah it's no i it's i fine. Can totally agree 
it doesn't stick out to me. It's an incredibly 90s gun to design with that fucking gigantic chest jewel. But just like, I feel like it is just the most middle of the road Gundam there is because it's just like the main Gundam that isn't really the specialized one of any of them. Of, of the original five that we see in the opening of the show, it's the one that you're just like, okay, yeah, that's a Gundam. Yep. Exactly. Um, uh, I is, personally is, is, like mm. it a lot, but I've also been influenced by the recent Wing real grade model, like, and that doesn't fucking count because they made it. Yeah, way that, that's cooler. like it's like an amplified <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we, we we all agree B B tier for for Wing. I think that's absolutely. Good. I but, think like there's obviously a nostalgia around it being like the Gundam from this. Um, obviously you have the other ones, but like this was kind of on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think I think it is the the standard for which the at least the first five kind of go up and down from. Yes, I and and that brings us to second Death Scythe, number two. I feel like hmm? I I it's just number two Death Scythe duos it's like, duos very own. So I go I I flip flop on Death Scythe. Maybe Death Scythe's a very good suit. Like and I don't know if I actually I don't know where I feel about it. In comparison to Death Scythe Hell, genuinely, mm-hmm. because I kind of dig it without the wings more. It's it's like um, I, it, it's very simple. It's classic. You got the whole white lower half and it turns to gray and black exactly. with the yellow accents. Mm-hmm. Like it, the simplicity, I think, really works for it. I'm I'm feeling A tier for this. Honestly, I can agree with that. I was gonna say B tier. I think it fits mm-hmm. really well with the original wing, where it's. It kind of stock standard. It's nice to see like a different color scheme. And this is kind of the first one of these we get in the show. Um, and I think there are ones that do it better than Death Scythe in the original five. So yeah. I, I would be fine with like A tier and if we put stuff above it, but I would also be fine yeah. with putting yeah, it Yeah, if A-tier. we want to move, we, we can bump it down later, like the bottom of A or the top sure. of B as we populate the list. Um, So next up is Heavy Arms. <clears throat> C-tier. Um, <laughs> What do you say? C middle of the road. That like if if we were doing like a like a bell curve, um, I would say it is not as good as the original wing. It's no. not better than Death Scythe, even close to it. Um, I like heavy arms. I like Troa. This thing is very ugly, and the red, orange, and yellow color scheme. It's too with, much. With, yeah, it's it's not great. <sighs> I think, I think it's if, an easy agree for me. Yeah, I, I think if the orange was turned into a yellow or a red and you didn't have an, a whole extra color, I think it'd look a bit nicer. But yeah, I, I think bo- below wing and B is good for me as well. Yeah, I, I can totally agree with that. Good. Um, all right, next up is Sand Rock Gundam. Good old catcher's machine. A tier. Uh, Sand Rock is the second best design of the five. That's my firm stance on that one. I, I think I, the the snake head shield along with the gold, black, and white colors and mm-hmm. the like custom like feathers on the, the shoulder pieces just send it straight to the top. Also it's got a double V fin, so Yeah, the shield is really what it would pull it up for me. Like I personally think Sandrock is like in the bottom two of the main suits for me with heavy arms, but like it's nice, you know. It, it's it's simple. It doesn't need a whole lot going on because it like what little it has. I guess you know it it, it pops for it. Death Scythe has the swag of the scythe, but Sandrock having the like pincer 
fangs on this like shield it is a great gyro's head for a shield yeah exactly i think that's one of the things that really bumps this up for me sure um also it's kind of strong enough that the design carried it through the entire show like yeah sandrock and heavy arms very different or or sandrock and heavy arms both got a kai (laughs) version that we're not going to bother ranking because it is literally the same thing with like a little extra backpack yeah it's like one of them is served well by that at the other not so much yeah <laughs> uh so so uh bottom of a you think top of b i would say bottom of a yeah yeah i think that's fair good. i like i like death Sight's original design a bit better but it is still yeah. i think better than the it's other good. one um all right this is where it might get a little contentious because i fucking love shenlong gundam i do too it's the best design out of the five. Oh, thank god Thank no, God. it's um, it takes <laughs> those the, dragons are the best things. Yeah, like, that you're not you're not wrong. Yeah, no, it takes the original Gundam like colors, uh, the blue, mm-hmm. red, and yellow, very much like what the wing did, but it puts the them on in an interesting way and yes. doesn't have the chest jewel to distract from that. Um, no, it has this really sick like ch- it looks like a piece of armor that was laid over yeah. the chest with like the sort of gold r- trim around the red, like. It looks it's, like an armored really up warrior. Cool. And God, that being it. accented immediately by like the blue surrounding it, plus mm-hmm. the like the shield with it, uh, and, and the weapon being like the staff, uh, instead of, you know, it it's nice because it takes a Gundam concept, kind of like G Gundam, and it pushes it into a direction that is more interesting than just a big robot with a big gun. Exactly. And mm-hmm. Big robot with big gun is fucking awesome. Like yeah, oh, the tiny we'll mega there. launcher fully sold out like in two seconds, and then they restocked it, and it sold out in two seconds again. So like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I like the big gun, but yeah, uh, of of the five, I think Shenlong does it the best. Yeah, I would put that above Death Sight. Yep, yeah. top of A myself as well. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next up, and I feel like this is going to be pretty predictable. We're going to put this. Oh, hold on. I should put Leo Gundam, not just Leo, because it'll just pull up some lines. I, I like watching you Google. <laughs> yeah. Um. So for the sake of simplicity, I've combined all the different Leos. So the Leo, the Trey's color Leo, ever, all is combined together. Uh, and again, for the sake of simplicity, Jay, I'm including space type Leo in with the regular Leo ranking. So That's fine. I'm, I'm kind of just starting to drag it up to S class because I feel like. <laughs> no, Leo goes in C tier. I get it. Really? Leo. Well, Okay. I'm a rational human being. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I people fucking I, love Leos, though. Oh, I know. I'll let you. I'll let Jay go first. Go ahead. I, finish this thought, and then I have. Something. I have a lot of feelings about the Leo. It is the follow-up to the tall geese that could be mass-produced. I love that it's just a filler army suit. You see him get shredded from beginning to end. You get a swag Leo sequence in the endless waltz. They answer the question of what if it was purple? Like they do all the things, you know. But it's also, I know I said, like, Wing was, like, the most middle of the road. That's because it's the most middle of the road Gundam. The Leo is boring. It's it's very flat. It's all essentially one color, aside from, like, the wrap on the head. But th- it's I it's mean, not... it's also mass-produced, so that makes that... Right, and it's not supposed to be interesting. It's supposed to look... It's very mm-hmm. utilitarian, and I get it. And I think it belongs... In the C tier, like I said, if if this was kind of like a bell curve, this is the most average of all of yeah. the things. Like, really, if you, like, smashed all of these things together, this is at the core of essentially all of it. Well, l- literally all of it. It's the just your most basis average for the Gundams, so. mobile suit here, yeah. Yeah, I, 
I love the Space Leo, and I would make an exception to put Space Leo separately in S tier, but I'm fine with putting them all in C tier. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Jules? I was going to say I, I would like it to be our lowest in B, if only because I, I genuinely enjoy this, like, throwaway suit that we get to see be demolished and kind of set a power level for the rest yeah. of uh-huh. everything around it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that actually serves it well in why I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy it. Just, they just have fucking machine guns. Like, they don't even have. The, they're the, just doing their goddamn the best. most boring <laughs> kit. Yeah, it's like yeah, no, they made I, Zaku's more boring. <laughs> like, except the one thing that I like about it so much is just it doesn't have a face. It just has a weird yellow screen. Yeah, and that's yeah. like I like I I kind of fucking dig it. <laughs> I'm 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 saying bottom of B as well, just because it's like. Cool. It it's an iconic grunt suit. Everyone, every gun fan knows a Leo. You know, I mean, hell, Leo stuck around long enough to make it into um, Gundam Build Divers. So yeah, <laughs> it's 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 iconic for a reason. Um, all right, so bottom would be for that, and let's talk about the Tragos. I've really cool on what the huh? This I've cool tank, on this guy a lot. Gun tank, but somehow like worse so the the thing is there are like several different versions of the tragos suits it was like a standy um, version i don't remember seeing the standing version ever so i didn't even put it on we, here we saw him like maybe two or three times i think one of the best instances is when the magwanak were fighting uh outside of oh like, true town with the base um because that's also where we see like the hover magwanak which are mm-hmm. weird in their own kind of mm-hmm. thing um but yeah the the tragos kind of fall apart comparatively to everything else and it's not that bad but it's also one of the least interesting suits to look at but it is one of the less humanoid suits yeah it's it's more utilitarian it feels like it's there to like it it feels like an early step in creating like a a bridge between like you said it's a a gun tank it's a bridge between conventional weaponry and mobile suits it reminds me a lot of like the origin version of the gun tank which is a lot more like hard military sci-fi rather Uh than just oh it's the top half is gun hands and the bottom half is just a tank do you get it yeah i'm (laughs) i'm feeling like c for this maybe I honestly, I would kind of dump it down into D tier. I would also. <laughs> All right, Tragos in D tier, get fucked. Um, it kind of sucks shit. I'm yeah, sorry. I, there's a reason we didn't see it past like episode ten. Um. All right, here's something even more contentious than what's come before. We're talking <laughs> about Aries. Okay. I I want to hear both of you out first. Aries. Okay. Aries is my favorite grunt suit in this series. Okay. It is. I love the weird skinny legs because it needs legs. I love the sheer amount of ducts and vents and thrusters it has. It's so top heavy. I love, love that the head armor looks like a fighter jet's helmet. Like you have the helmet Mm -hmm. and you have like what looks like the sort of respirator on front of it, but it still has that square Leo screen underneath. I think it is such a cool twist on the Leo I wish we saw more of it, but they stick around still for most of the entire series. Like, I just really like the Aries. What do you think, Jules? I think the flight areas are one of my favorite suits. They kick ass! Like, a lot of the points you make, I agree. Like, it is, it's so evocative of a fighter jet pilot just kind of morphed into its own fighter jet. Uh-huh. Um, the vents are so cool, and just, like, the fact that it 
its legs are basically landing gear, and there's something about that that just like tickles me. Yeah, don't need I, legs if you fly all the time. I think the Aries should go into A tier for Aries. I'm a gonna put it Aries. A for Aries. Um, I is it cooler than the Gundams? I don't think it is quite. Yeah. It is very stylish. It is certainly the most stylish of the grunt suits. Um, mm-hmm. Just in general terms of aesthetic. The fact that the legs pop in and out. Phenomenal. Chef's kiss. Um, we also get like two different color variations. There's the typical like darker blue. And then I think we see some green ones later on. Like Noin, yeah, no- has, Noin has a green version. Um, it's nice. Yeah. It's, it is probably my second favorite of the specialized grunt suits. Yep. Um, speaking of specialized grunt suits, this isn't really a grunt suit, but this is an aquatic assault suit. This is the cancer. Time for crab. What do we think? I, I hate this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's funny that it looks like a crab. Like, it makes me fucking laugh when I look at it. My favorite piece of information about this stupid little thing is that it has a camera sensor that's on, like, if you lay this thing flat, it's on the bottom of it. It's on the like, tummy. Yeah, it's very silly. Um, but I I do not care for this thing one bit. It's goofy yet impractical is what the cancer, I think, boils down to. I do wish yeah, like- that we got more Oz suits that were wacky like this. Mm-hmm. But this one kind of fails to be wacky enough to be charming to me. <laughs> yeah. C for cancer, I- you think? I think so. Uh, yeah. I wish this had gotten iterated on at least once. Mm. I think it would have been cooler. Uh-huh. Like a lobster uh, cancer or something like that. Just, like, this ba- the base cancer is, I think it's just, it's a cool attempt at an idea. I don't think it, <laughs> it got there. The coolest thing mm-hmm. the cancer did in this entire show was get ripped in half by the tall geese. Oops! Yeah, oh, and we'll get to the fucking, I, I we, the we'll burn that we get there. Um, but... Yeah, cancer C tier. So again, I, it's like I like I wish there was more C-tier. to it. Yeah, I mean it's, yeah. it's, it's the only one in C tier right now. So by <laughs> default, it is the top and the bottom. Um, it's the switch of C tier. <laughs> uh, another aquatic suit next is the Pisces. So this is like it's like a Leo combined with a submarine that looks like a Mega Man X boss somehow. Um, this guy is cool. I love the stupidly long arms it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it has a transformation of sorts. Let me see. Yes, if I can. it does turn into a submarine. Yeah, y- um, yeah. It has hence why it has yeah. like a mobility mode underwater that looks more like mm-hmm. the cancer a little bit. Um, I appreciate the Pisces. The Pisces is what I like about iterative designs. Like you said, it's got that Leo core in there, but this is mm-hmm. something different, something kind of yes. beyond that, and I I like that about it. Uh, yeah. I also like the color. The Pisces we typically see is like this like seafoam green, like birds yeah. egg blue sort of combination of colors. And um, I think that works really well for it because we don't see a lot of colors like that. It blends into the ocean better than fucking giant red crab does for sure. Yeah, it really does. Absolutely. <laughs> I think cooler than the cancer, but still C tier maybe. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's I I don't know if it's cool enough to like be just the regular iconic Leo that it iterated upon, but it's still yeah. like no. a more yeah, um, cool. Next up is what I am a Taurus, and again no white Taurus on here because it's just the Taurus but white. But who baby the Taurus? 
I love the Taurus. I this think Taurus kind of fucks. This I thing think I like fucks. the Taurus more than the Aries, and I, I know that might be kind of a hot take, um, considering the conversation we had about the Aries. <laughs> but the the Taurus, I love the spiky design. It's just really weird, and we see them so much without pilots, which also makes them a lot more terrifying to me, which makes them more interesting to me. Yeah. Um, the outlandish transformation mode. Like they're they were built for space combat too. It's another one of the like specialized suits. So Yeah. It, it's like the, the weird pointiness to them makes them feel alien and the fact that they're mobile dolls mostly really mm-hmm. adds to that. And again, and the, it's like this really dark purple yeah, and a lighter the two purple. Yeah, tones of purple is what I was going to mention. And the then red highlights. Hi- and yes, okay. Bright yellow screen. It's just <laughs> very pretty. And the, um, I I can't tell from the image that I'm looking at here, but does it have like, it has like feet that would like pinch together and fold in? Is that what I'm seeing? Which is like yeah, different yeah, so, from the so, standard like boot foot that we typically s- see. Since, since the Taurus are also space use, the feet are less stand on the feet do kind of like pinch together and fold it looks like to move around i just i just like when a suit's like yeah we don't really need feet i just i just like how wacky it is it's got a goofy transformation they Mm -hmm. zip and zoom around in space and their you know their faces flash at you and then you shit yourself because you're about to get destroyed by a robot yeah you know i mean for for how important is this show i'm fine putting it right above uh aries and a tier okay yeah I was I was thinking maybe like top of B tier, um, but A tier. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know if I we lost Craig. Goodbye, Craig. Oh, I just died. Beans, that's okay. He Beans. said no more. Craig, <laughs> the Taurus is my favorite suit. <laughs> Welcome right. back. <laughs> yeah, top of B. Top of B is good for Taurus. Yeah, I'd rather it be top of B. Top yeah. of B. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's a guy that I personally don't really care about that much. The Magwinac. I think the Magwinac kind of fits right in with the Leo. Um, I, I think it's more interesting. I like that we get an actual like mono eye suit out of this, yeah. uh, typically speaking. But I also, um, they remind me of the Death Army from G Gundam. Just they like really the, do. The Same, very similar brown. color scheme, brown and greenish, yeah. Um, but I really, one of the things I like the most about the Magwinac, it, it's the mono eye and it's like the armor plating on its chest and skirt that... Um, it just looks like it's built for combat, like front-facing assault mm-hmm. combat, yes. and I like that very much. It's yeah, it's a very pleasing color scheme. Like the brown and orange looks good for like a mm-hmm. desert combat suit. Really cool joints too. If you look at the sort of like inner elbows and inner knees, like these cool, it's like these cool cylinders that it's kind of made up of. Yeah, I also like the uh, the kind of joints between the armor plates too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of just... give it a more like I don't know, like I don't want to say mobile. But like a uh, a more fluid, it, it, you movement. get the feeling this was built by like a totally different organization than who yeah, it's like yeah, all the other absolutely. suits. Yeah, uh, I would I would be fine with it just kind of going into C tier. Um, but I'm like I, I don't I don't I, love it enough to to say like anywhere higher than like the bottom of B tier. I uh, I think top Leo. of C is good. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's top. much better than the two aquatic suits in my mind. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. don't know if it's. I don't feel the same way about it as I do with the Leos. Um, next up is the fucker. Look at this thing. Look at the Olafan. Who gives a shit? Big shoes, step in D. Gives. <laughs> I usually like stupid, ugly, and practical mobile suits. This thing sucks. It's just a head, a torso, and like two unbending legs. What's the deal? <laughs> it's like if they like took the body section off of a dom. 
<laughs> kind of. Yeah, it has those bell bottoms. It's like, it feels like the Magonet core. Like, we have all these leftover parts and we have some other guys who can pilot, but like, we can't build a full mobile suit. Let's just build yeah. some of these guys and call so it a day. Can we put this thing in D tier? Yeah, it can go right into D tier. It's <laughs> it's supposed to be like a high mobility hover Magonet um, for yeah. like artillery purposes. Sorry, I saw the tier list and what's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing fucking sucks. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, Next up, I don't even need to look up. I don't even need to argue. This is the tall geese. This is going in the S class, S and I will not hear anything more on it. Yep, that's it. That's yep. the whole conversation. Yep, <laughs> that was easy. It's 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 just come on. God it's tall geese. Damn, you, that you've heard us talk about tall geese. Tall. <laughs> yeah, that goose is and can be tall. the The thing I have with this fucking mm. goose is that it's just so clean. It's so clean. It does all white better than the third version of itself. <laughs> yeah like that's the wild thing like they tried to iterate on it and they fucked up yeah exactly oh gosh you made it worse made it worse it's just just like the dober gun and the shield oh Mm -hmm. hats off my compliments to the chef i will have some we'll have some questions when uh we get to other things that i want nest here but we'll 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 get there there. um now we have the vayit mm-hmm this thing, it's the blue one. It's that blue with the light teal accents and the little, like, tiny pink camera. Uh, big gun, this one is. That's the big gun one. I think so, it's fine. So this is this is the thing I had mentioned a couple weeks back when we first talked about the tier list. Um, mm-hmm. Where it is the one thing that shifts drastically between two forms of my tier list. Mm. If I'm counting the V8... And the Mercurius at the at like together. Do not separate they them. They are S. They are S tier for me because like just the way they interact and the way they work together. But if mm-hmm. they're separate, I like they both kind of plummet for me overall. I yeah. I mean, there's I a like reason P Band I sold these kits together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like them both for what they do. I do not care for how either of them look. Uh, and I like they're like worse tall geese and they tried to do the single color thing the blue mm-hmm. looks better than the red um but also mercurius is the better suit of the two it's like i don't know i would be fine with maybe putting them towards the bottom of like b tier because like i like them i get it i liked it when troa piloted the v8 i liked it when hero piloted the mercurius i i like what the suits do uh very much i like thinking about like Oh, what would they do in these combat scenarios? That's very fun. But they are design wise, like a weird downgrade from the tall tall geese and like a weird side grade to the Leo. And Uh I don't know. They're just like a little too weird and chunky in some sections. And I just am not in love with them. (laughs) I I think think that totally makes sense. Let's let's put them. I'm I'm inclined to put them. Well, first of all, we can't separate them. I'm inclined to of put course. them between, <laughs> maybe between the Taurus and the Wing Gundam. I don't have like I a think... visual representation for that because I'm not. So, so second. Yeah, right now Taurus is the top of B. Ooh. I, and and th- this is kind of averaging out our opinions because I think Jules and I are bigger fans of them than you are. So okay. I think if we're going to go on an average basis, I think upper I B think is could, a good place for these guys. Them under the wing gundam and i'll settle for that okay <laughs> between yeah. wing and heavy arms then okay. let's do that yeah yeah okay all right that's right good. where they belong right, sorry just sorry like Hero and Tro oh them. shit 
Exactly. Fuck. They're, they're they're oh they're next okay. to their boys. Okay, this is good. We obviously um, did that on purpose. Oh uh, um, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, wait, hold on. Uh, yeah, Hero was scripted. in. Hero was was in the Mercurius, right? Hero's yes, in the Shield correct. one. Yep. Okay, all right. There, there we go. Now they're next Fixed. to each other. Um. Okay, now we got the Virgo. Big Chungi. Uh, Virgo this one is, is um, Virgo one specifically a tier for me. I like it. I like his cool little That's ears. That's the orc one, yeah. Virgo it's the one, one that, yeah, because the, it has those weird Leo, like, clavicle plugs that they put yes. in the face instead. It literally looks like an orc. I fucking dig yeah, it. Yeah, I strongly relate to this. The, it, it just gives me such orc with plate armor vibes from yes. uh, World of Warcraft. Uh-huh. The, the Virgo uh, one. Like Tell me you played years. Horde without telling me you played Horde. <laughs> It's, uh, anyway. it's a really good step up from the Taurus, especially for the mobile doll program, because it's got the mm-hmm. V8 cannon, the Mercurius shield. They mm-hmm. still get bodied, which is hilarious, but they... For a while, like, they're on top. I really, really love the chunky shoulders, like the like half spheres, because they get cut yeah. off, and then... Um, it it really like balances out with like the roundness of the waist plate, and then the like big hefty legs... It all works to me really well. Um, I like that the two shoulders are asymmetrical because one has the charger for the cannon, the other has the Mercurius shield. It's it's all good yep. to me. I, I like good it. Design. Also, Let's go. Like it has little the Leo, ears. yeah, the Leo has elf ears. <laughs> Cooler than Ares, but not as cool as a Gundam. Yeah, in I would say so. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, checks out. Good place I'm for good it. with it. Um, hey, speaking of Gundams, Epion. Let's go goth. No, Epion is. I I have this problem with a lot of the 90s gun designs. I'm not a huge fan of chest jewels. And Epion has a little bit of, like, green trim I'm not the biggest fan of. Mainly in the chest and, like, on the it's feet on the toesies, for some toesies. reason. Yeah, it's the dragon's eyes. That's what it's meant but to be. It's just, like, is a dragon. It's fucking badass it's is what it is. it's trying too hard. It is trying like, too hard. Absolutely, it's trying Epion too hard. Epion is the Shadow the Hedgehog of this series. And it's better for it. Yes, it it works. It's try hardness. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, like compared to other, especially Gundam designs, I think it's a bit over the top in a way that doesn't have mm, two counterpoints. mm. One, okay, proto beam saber. True. Two, heat whip. I mean, yeah. I I mean, come on. Like I'm gonna put the, the wings. I'm kind of hit or miss with. Um, and I, I agree the chest jewel is kind of like wonky on this one. Um, but like the heat whip and the proto beam saber fucking kick ass. So like, you know, yeah. you gotta win some, lose some on this one. Top of B? Bottom of A? I would say hmm. bottom of A personally. I agree with that. Sure. I love, I think I, I love I, an I edgy suit. Way. I love an edgy character. I love an edgy suit. So I would say uh-huh. bottom of A. Okay, um, well, continuing the Gundam train, now we have the Gundam Wing Zero, not the Endless Waltz version, the Wing Zero from the TV that has, like, the sort of quad verniers on the back, um, the weird sort of, like, yellow, I don't even know what you call them, those weird, like, like bolts on the shoulders, a giant green jewel, uh, elf ears. I think the Wing Zero, I I love a good double V-fin. I think yes. this thing is uglier than the original wing. I think you're right. And I think it's too busy. I, it it's is, too busy. It's too busy, but it's also the colors get lost because the um, the skirt armor is basically all white on this. 
And so mm-hmm. a lot of the color is just up top on the chest and shoulders, which there's a lot of them. We have a green chest jewel with gold accents. We have this deep navy blue. The shoulders have these little red splotches that are pin pin marked by, like Max said, those like yellow bolts, the gold bolts. The I, I love the dual buster cannon, and I love it when Hiro Yui does his signature move where he splits them apart and spins around. Um, but like the <laughs> yellow piping on that and the yellow on the shield is just foul. I'm sorry, but it's gross. It's yeah, it's I, I, I agree. I think it's worse than wing. I think like shit. Are we going to put a Gundam in this top of C tier? I, I would make a case for B tier, but like lower B tier. Okay. <sighs> Not as cool as a Leo, let's say. I think it's worse. I I think it's on par with heavy arms for me in terms of just like the colors are bad and I don't care for it. Okay. All right. Next to heavy arms then. That's good. Um, Okay. Gundam Death Scythe Hell. Let's get fucking edgy. For me, okay, hold on. I need to find the TV version because it all wants to give you the Endless Waltz yeah, it version. It always wants the to TV, give you the Endless Waltz the version. TV they, they version. They want you to fucking forget the TV version of the Death Scythe Hell. I don't want to because I like the mechanical bits of cowling more. I like the weird filigree on the helmet. The and fucking the fucking rib fu- cage. The fucking chest vents that are like an outwards rib cage. Oh my god, this thing beats ass. I think this thing is the a flat upgrade. The ribcages are my favorite part. Easily a flat upgrade. It's, it, it's like a fucking side. chest burster, like grabbed onto its chest and mm-hmm. just give him a hug. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Fucking, all right, I'm going to put this, let's put it right next to Death Scythe, but above it. Is that okay. good? It, it's like near the top of A tier. Yeah, I, I would say top of A tier works. Um. Okay, hey, it's my favorite Gundam in the show. Gundam Ultron. Not the Avengers thing, but, you know. This I, thing, I the, love the teal. It's teal. Look at I it. I love it's the teal. colors, but this is another one where the yellow ruins it for me. Ah, oh. I, I don't like the yellow on the dragon fangs. I don't like the yellow and the red on the shield. I think it's real nasty. Take those away, and the yellow lining on the chest piece with the red, I can I can live with that. But if if they went for more of a gold mm. instead of just like a flat yellow, and most of the time it is just that flat yellow. Yeah, like yeah, that's fair. More. I do like seeing I, it without the wings. The wings fucking suck on this thing. I hate that the wings are just like slabs of metal that don't do anything. Yeah, the like the whole yeah, that was a, that was backpack a with the wings. I like the scorpion tail to an extent, but like it doesn't really function without the wings, and it already has the dragon heads, so it it's just exactly. a little like, too why much. Why do you need? It's more of the same. It's over the top. I like that it's over the top, but it's just it is. I I do wish it didn't have the fucking wings. Um. Maybe upper upper B. I would put it above the Magwinac, so not in C tier. Okay, um, yeah. But I, I would put it probably around the same spot as like the Wing Proto Zero. Okay. Um, above or below Wing Zero? Then I would say below it personally. Yeah. yeah agreed. Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> Poor Leo keeps on getting edged away. I, I think it's um, I think it's a matter of the backpack. Uh, the the yeah. backpack on Ultron original flavor is. Not as yes. interesting as the backpack on the Wing Zero upgrade. Yeah, valid. Um, cool. Then that will bring us to the Virgo 2. Uh, I included it because it's a separate model. Essentially, it, it takes a Virgo, gives it yeah. a olive drab color scheme, doubles up the like the, the globe shield thing, and gives it like these two huge fucking like thruster guns on its back. This thing's as boring to me as the Trego. Like, 
Really? It's it's not it's, as, I think it's much worse than the Virgo one. It's it's not as visually boring as the Trago, so I, I do wanna cover my bases there. But I I don't care for this thing. They this is this is like when they gave an Ares a flight unit or like the Ares space version or not Ares, uh, uh, Leo, when they gave the Leo a flight unit or like seeing the space Leos, it's so much of like a side grade where it's like not different enough for me to care. And then they took mm-hmm. the colors that were already really good and then made them really nasty. Okay. All right. Fair. Um, How about uh c tier bottom of c tier yeah yeah worse than cancer all right i can deal with that crab on top baby the the crab's got an interesting color set like it like the that's true that's true it's also got the crab gimmick i will give it that over the over the virgo 2 it's it's superior yeah (laughs) um okay next up is the tall geese 2 put it wherever you want (laughs) i don't think anyone (laughs) gives a shit about the tall geese 2 it's just like for something called the Tall Geese 2, it really doesn't do enough to continue Literally, the design language the, the Tall Geese 1 set out. The only thing they needed to do to make this an upgrade, in my personal opinion, is make the knee guards all the way down to the feet all black. And I know. Give them some me, fucking some, some thigh highs. Don't don't get me started on putting black on a Gundam. I get it. I know what they did to the Mark <laughs> 2. But like... I, I'm serious. This thing is supposed to look like Trey's in like formal wear. He's wearing yeah. a coat. He has the drapes of the coat behind him on the skirt, and it would work if you gave him the boots. You're like, oh, that's Trey's tall geese. You look at this thing, mm. and you're like, okay, that's like an upgraded tall geese. You give it the fucking yeah. boots that you see Trey's in every episode for the first like six episodes when the announcer's yeah. talking about Oz, where he's he is knee high. He's got that like knee guard flap, like. Uh-huh. I, yeah this I, thi- hmm. this fucker's top of c tier yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah you're in c tier a goose but it's like it's so bad it could what what could have been that's what it really you're boils so down close to it's, being it's, a swan but you ended up being an ugly duckling get fucked oh <laughs> owned um okay now we're gonna move into the endless waltz suits uh first up is the only grunt suit of the movie the serpent i should add this serpent gundam because i'm just getting photos of snakes. that's a, that's a fucking snake buddy <laughs> i i need to hear your opinions on this i think the serpent beats fucking ass it's just like you look at it it's clearly inspired by heavy arms what with the chungularness of it and the double barrel gatling gun it holds in one arm but just the the military tan brown color scheme you get these really cool like red vents on the shoulders it still has that leo camera and it still has the sort of bolts that are on the sides of the head now but like it has a little bit of armor on top of it it has these really big tall thick legs it just feels like like it's like a full armor leo almost i and think I quite it's the like virgo it. three and i don't care for it <laughs> mm, interesting i like I, I like don't the colors. Care for this friend. I like the colors. I like that they kept it simple. Um, and so the colors aren't too busy. There is a lot uh-huh. going on on the top half that I think gets lost. A lot of minutia, um, especially like in the faceplate and the chest, which is going to happen. The Leo has a tiny head. Um, I I like the double Gatling, uh, especially because we see Troa with it exactly one time before the show ends. Yeah, in the signature <laughs> fighting style. But I um, I don't think this thing is... I, I may be better than a Leo. 
but like I mean, not by much. For the sake of appeasement, let's put it right above Burgo too, but not as cool as a cancer. That's fine by me. Yeah. I Yeah. I think the Virgo 2 is like truly garbage, and I think this thing is a garbage that like looks nice. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's next to cancer, which some people would say is also garbage, so. Yeah. <laughs> um some people in hey, this very recording. <laughs> uh here's something. Angel wings. This thing's fucking S tier. <laughs> the endless, I don't have any. The endless waltz wing zero. There. The debut with the fucking. You see it firing on the part of Libra dropping, and then the second time you see it is when they have the fucking seven minute long music video in the middle of a movie. <sighs> it's so yeah. impractical, but it's so fucking stylish. It's, yeah, it's sorry, no, no offense, top. no offense, but I'm saying wow, cool robot to this one. <laughs> Full offense, I'm saying wow, cool robot to this one. So, like, uh, watching the difference of the cut. So, you watch it at the end of the show, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, like, kind of recaps it at the beginning of Endless Waltz, only it has Precious Hell Wings. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I did do a bit of a clap and a hoot and a holler. Uh-huh, it also balances uh-huh. the colors better than the it does. Um, the Wing Zero from the show. Yeah. It gives, like, For sure. it, it, takes the, it takes the red away that's too much going on in the the tv version mm-hmm. yes um, and it gives you more of that white around the shoulders that kind of like lets the blue pop more too the, the shoulders are really cool i like the sydney opera house i said that in the movie yeah. too but like the way the shoulders kind of like flare and and, and curve out yeah the, it's it's, it's s tier next to yeah with with the blue accents the arm guards with the little red accents they that work really nicely with like that little waist section that's red and the feet and the yeah. the legs are not there to draw your attention at all. The legs are very straightforward. No, they're just there. They're legs. And it 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 works. It functions, and it it's it's just one of the nicest suits to look at. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Um. Okay. Only only a couple more to go. Uh. Death Scythe Hell. Endless Waltz. Bat Wings. Top of S tier. This thing's cooler than the fucking Wing Zero. Sorry. <laughs> But is it cooler than tall geese? Like, this thing is cooler than tall geese. Are you fucking kidding me? I knew, I knew the day would come. This is the joke <laughs> of Gundam, dude. <laughs> it does have very. It's so many points on this thing. Its feet have points. Its knees have points. <laughs> it's fucking. What's the point? I will give you that this is absolutely an S tier. I don't know if I like it more than the original Goose. That's fine. I can't in good conscience. I, yeah, I can't in good conscience put this at the very top of S tier, but I will put this in S tier between Tall Geese and Wing Zero. That is fine by me. Okay. It, okay. It, this is this is an S tier seat. I mean, we got, the, we, we got. They are all exactly cool fucking where they wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do not separate them. Um. Okay. Heavy arms. Endless waltz. The the, the blue version of it. I like this much better than the original Heavy Arms. Yes. I will actually say that. Um, I think it's less of a chunky monkey. It's got like the, 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 the center of it kind of flares in before going out back to its knees in a way that the original doesn't. Mm. So it doesn't, it has a, a, a much different silhouette to it. Uh-huh. Plus the double Gatling gun that it holds in its hands is one of my favorite weapons in this series. It's just silly. It's impractical. Oh, 100%, but I do love it. It is fully redeemed by the color scheme. Yes, I love it. It's so different, and I think that helps 
kind of separated also, my mind the, from the, the original the clown too. mask fucking absolutely <laughs> top tier comedy um i where mm-hmm. did we where did we place the uh, original death scythe hell original death scythe hell is near the top of a right below shenlong i would i would put this probably above if not right below um original shenlong yeah okay yeah. like in yeah, that top. range it's yeah, okay. Is, yeah, I think the top top ish of A somewhere. Yes, in there. this is a, a much better version of mm-hmm, Heavy sure. Arms. Um, all right. Uh, next up is Sandrock Custom and Liz Waltz version. This is the Sandrock that has that sort of like almost a periwinkle to it, with like the, has the an interesting head flare too. Yeah, it did very tall geese esque. It so does has that Roman centurion type. The yeah. the original Sandrock has that, but it's just white. So it's just white. Really yeah. Oh, it's easy to so miss, they, right? they just colored it red, and it is—it's a really good eye catch. Um, yeah, I like the, the red chest vents are doing it for me too. Yeah, I like the color scheme for this a lot, but I personally don't like it more than the original Sandrock. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I, it, I, I could like put it, them right next to each other and be perfectly happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. That, I'm fine with me. Let's put that right below Sandrock in A. Very good. Um. Okay. Ultron Endless Waltz. I can't type. Uh, this thing is... I fucking love it! I like... Okay, th- this is my actual favorite Gundam of the show because it is. it does what Ultron does. It has this really sick two-tone green. It simplifies the kit, so it only has the two sort of like pop-out dragon arms. Uh, it does have mm-hmm. a spear that it's just kind of hidden somewhere on it, I guess. Right. Uh, still got the elf ear, still got the double V-fin, but like... The, it is mostly white. You got two shades of green. You got the yellow on the dragon claws and that yellow around the chest plate. And then you have like the red of the arms themselves, the dragon. This is very it's, literally Wing Gundam's take on the dragon Gundam from G Gundam. It is. I I think it's a really successful. I, it's not intentional, but I think it's a really successful translation from one to mm-hmm. the other. Um, Absolutely. I really like the two tones of green. Um, it makes the gold accents that much better. And that's the thing yes. is they darkened that, that yellow to make it more of a gold and it makes the dragon heads look better. Uh, it's essentially a full flat upgrade. <laughs> like they, they did it. They did Ultron again and they made it better. And original Ultron is like pretty good. Um, and so this is like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. We love this. Um, I'm going to put this. Can I put it at the top of A? Right above Shenlong? Sorry, where? Right above Shenlong, top of A. Yeah. Is that too high? I would I would put it below Shenlong, personally. Okay, all right. Maybe upper A. <laughs> upper A, fine, bye. But I, yeah, I, I'm absolutely like front front of A, near the, near the top. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a really cool suit. I don't, I don't know if I like it better than in Shenlong. If only because, and this is gonna this is gonna date me and also uh, just explain a lot about me. <laughs> its arms remind me too much of the blaster class from Maple Story for me to really enjoy this Gundam. <laughs> so- Ye- fucking <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> go off. <laughs> it you know, I remember when we were all into Maple Story back in the day. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, well, not to dwell on Julia showing her whole ass on the podcast. <laughs> um, final—I almost said Pokemon. Final Gundam on the tier list. This is a Gundam, uh, Tall Geese Three. This is a Gundam. It has a V fin. Where did we? I mean, V fin is not a Gundam make, but yeah. You know, where, where we, we put Epion 
in the bottom of A. Okay. I personally like the Tall Geese 3 a lot. Like, a lot. Like, I would put this in S tier. Um, I also put Epion in S tier, so that says a lot about me. Like, for my mm-hmm. personal rankings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would put this by Epion uh, just, just to put, like, Zex's suits by each other. It is that there are things I like about it, like the heat whip shield combo. Again, just fucking stellar. You love to see it. I I mm-hmm. love the Vfin. I love the gold visor. I love the remade face. And the the blue is nice accents instead of like black or gray with the original. But I don't think it outclasses the original Goose. Okay. No, absolutely not. I I do think it's cooler than Epion, but I I, I like I like it being next to Epion. It it yeah. feels fitting, you know. It's 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 double X. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's that's made our tier list. So I'm gonna run this through with y'all, uh, just to make sure uh-huh. we have all of our geese in a row. Um, S tier, tall geese, then death scythe hell endless waltz, then wing zero endless waltz. That's a good As ass S tier. A tier, Shenlong, then Ultron endless waltz, then heavy arms endless waltz, then death scythe hell, then death scythe regular. Then Sandrock, then Sandrock Custom, Endless Waltz, then the Virgo 1, uh, Ares, Tall Geese 3, and Epion. Really good into A-tier. Into B tier. Yeah. Good A tier, yeah. Into B tier, we have the Taurus, then Wing, uh, the Mercurius, and then the Vait, Heavy Arms, regular. Wing 0, uh, Ultron from the show, and the Leo. Yeah. yeah, this is solid B tier. Uh, in C tier, we have Talkies 2, then the Magwanak, then the uh, Pisces, then Cancer, then the Serpent, and then the Virgo 2. A couple stinkers, but again, that's because why yeah. it's C tier. <laughs> um, and then finally, in the No One Likes You D tier, is the Tragos and the Oliphant. <laughs> Can you add like an F tier to just drag those down one more? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to. Yeah, no, I'm going to add row below. Um, you're gonna Thanks. make this is going to be F tier. It's gonna be okay. The color went away. Another Virgo two F tier. While we're at. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> F tier will be the Tragos and the Oliphant and the Virgo two. That's good. All, All right. right. Bye. Sorry about it. Um, that makes me feel better hey. about placing the serpent where we did. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's okay. our tier list. <laughs> yeah. I told you it wasn't gonna be a lot of arguing. I promised. No. I was serious. Yeah, I. I it's it's always good. Uh, okay. Well, tier list is made. It's time for Christians because we got a big old mailbag. And again, if we don't get to your questions, I apologize. There's a lot to get through, and I want to give everyone kind of a, a fair shake at this. Yeah. Um. And again, we will do this for as long as we kind of have the stamina to. I mean, we're not going to fucking run out on the pod, but you know, you get it. Um, <laughs> okay. Mailbag questions. Let's fucking get to them uh i you know again this is not in chronological order so bryant asks us what pokemon would the wing cast have i always love this question because bryant always asks us every series um for, for the sake of um everyone gets one just for the sake of not you know spending an hour on this um <laughs> hero gets electrode pokemon <laughs> known for self-destructing a hundred percent I'm inclined to say that Zex gets a um, unpheasant, if only because that was the mod oh, that I named. Yeah. That, that was the mod that I named Tall Geese in my draft league team. <laughs> that was Farah Mobile Suit Gundam. That's so, pretty good. I mean, you know, you're it's a cool bird. Some sort of like ghost Pokemon, obviously, right? 
uh, yeah, what's the fucking um or I, I, a Bisharp? I, yeah, I was gonna say I think Duo would get a Bisharp. I think Bisharp would Hold be on. a really, really good fit. You know Bisharp jewels, the like the black and red with the gold, like the fucking Power Rangers Super Sentai looking ass. Oh shit. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, yep, it's yep. just sharp and edgy, and that's duo. Um Katra. I wanna just say Sandslash. I was thinking Sand Shrew, think- actually. Oh, he's just yeah. a sweet boy. He's yeah. just a little guy, and it doesn't help, or it does help, I guess, that that in the manga, I think uh, Sandrock gets like the armadillo cloak. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, kind of yeah. <laughs> doubling up there. But uh, Troa, what's the most? Oh no, I know what it is. It, Troa gets a Blacephalon. Oh Troa, how come you get an Ultra Beast? It's because it's a clown Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> If the image would load, I can copy it and paste it. I was actually thinking partially because of color scheme and also thematically it works. Um, I think it'd be really nice if Troa got an Octillery. Aww. Yeah, Octillery is good. This Octillery (laughs) is known for the signature of of Octazooka. Yeah. And it does have that red and yellow color scheme Mm -hmm. to it. I think that works pretty pretty well. It does have a lot of arms. Um. What Pokemon would Noin have? <laughs> Moving away from the Gundam boys for no reason. Yeah, yeah, not like we have any misogynists to talk about here. Noin would get, um, huh? Okay, sorry. Wufei would have a Garchomp, and it would be shiny, and he would let everyone know that it's the best dragon type. Not like anyone could tell that Garchomp is shiny unless you Mega evolve it. Exactly, anyway. Exactly, but he would have to let everyone know about it. It's a yeah, shiny that's Garchomp. Good. That's good. Yeah. Um, no, what? Ah, Noin. I'm inclined to give Noin a Tauros or a Bufalant just because right. <laughs> she's the Taurus pilot. But also, I, I think, no, yeah, no, I think Bufalant works because Bufalant has really fucking cool hair and so does Noin. Mm-hmm. So it makes hear sense me, for the cool hair people to go together. Hear me out on this one. I think Noin mm. would have an Ariados. Piter! I, I Piter! I think Piter, but also Ariados has like a menacing exterior, which when we meet Noin... She's being real mean to some soldiers. Like, she's being oh, yeah. a hard ass. And they, Ariados is, you know, just a sweet little baby. Um, so it's kind of like that threatening exterior as as a thread. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like that just works really well. Like, the, the purple kind yeah. of ties in with Noin's hair. There's the purple on the Ariados legs. And mm-hmm. uh, it's That's a good. weird insect-like, kind of like the Taurus. Yeah. Uh, Relina... I like Relina to get like one of the one of them cute little mythical Pokemon like oh. like a Celebi or yeah. a Jirachi, Celebi was perhaps. my first thought. I was thinking an Audino re- with a Mega Stone. That's also pretty good. Mega, Mega Audino, B- both are fitting. Yeah, very very regal, um, but also all about like helping take care of other people, <laughs> mostly through healing and not necessarily through violence. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Relina get Mega Audino. Um. Uh, just for the sake of not going over every character, two more. Um, Dorothy, what does Dorothy get? What is the What's the gun Pokemon? <laughs> no, what is the Pokemon that is the most likely to be made out of gold? I was, <laughs> I was, I was thinking, what is the most gold what Pokemon? It, oh my god, she would have a fucking Meowth. <laughs> She'd have an original flavor Meowth. Yes, 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 yes. That's so good. Just using Payday all the time. Fuck yeah. Um. Trey's Kushranada. <laughs> Trey's, what, what's the fuck? Yeah. Trey's, what would you have, Trey's? 
This is such a good question. Holy shit. Trace is so, he's so complex. I can't even think of a guy to give him. <laughs> I feel I, like he deserves me, like a legendary Pokemon. Yeah, part of me wants to make a joke and be like, oh, he would have a Pyroar. Ha ha, Lion, Oz, Leo, do you <laughs> get it? <laughs> uh, LOL. At the same time, he would probably have something like really fucking weird. <laughs> I can see trays with like a Cresselia. Oh my god, yeah. Just some, like, left-field legendary that, like, this Pokemon is truly the embodiment of my soul. And everyone's like, what are you fucking talking about? And he's oh my like, god. I'm going to die now. Trace would have a Latios. Oh, it's the same color scheme, isn't it? Oh. It's, it's the Tall Geese 2 Pokemon. Yeah, fuck yeah. And Latios is all about, um... <laughs> it's all about psychic it, it, It's like the... Each. It's the Eon duo. No, like in the lore, <laughs> Latios is something to do with, um, I don't know, well, friendship? It, it pairs really well with Lady Un, who would have a Latios, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According <laughs> to the the Ruby and Sapphire Dex entries, it says Latios will only open its heart to a trainer with a compassionate spirit. Yeah. So, QED. Uh, that's Pokemon. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see. Next up. Um, oh, my questions walk one way. Uh, Jojo F asks, and again, I'm so sorry that you asked like all these very, very in-depth uh, discussion questions that we do not have time to get to. Uh, we'll you know tackle as many as we can. I would love if we to talk Ufe, about them. So if yeah, if you want to hit, we, me we up will in talk Discord about them in the Discord for what for we don't sure. talk in the show. Yes. Um, yeah. So they ask if we situate Wu Fei in the long history of Japanese pop culture tropes about China and Chinese martial culture, especially the part about being an early prodigy and being surpassed by the main later. How much more or less individually problematic does he become? I. It, this is like a fucking six of one, half dozen the other. Because it's like, would you rather okay. Wufei be pro- would you rather Wufei be problematic because he's racist, or would you rather Wufei be problematic because he hates women? Like, yeah, <sighs> like it's, his character is still going to be problematic. It's just going to be a slightly different flavor of it. It being a trope does not make it a good thing, right? And I think that. I honestly prefer Wu Fei how he is now than to be like I, I mean, I'm saying Sai Saishi from G Gundam because Sai Saishi is so much more that trope. Yeah. But it it it's tropey and it's like you need to look at it through a certain lens, you know, have some level of criticality to it. But I'd rather like, especially going from G back to Wing, like we couldn't do that twice in a row, which is why Wu Fei had to be a lot less tropey than he could have been, and instead be a fucking complete unhinged, you know, lunatic who hates women, I, which isn't good. But at, I mean, I don't want to say at least he's not racist. That it's okay that he hates women, but like, right? It's so hard, right? Because like that's Wu Fei's character, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So the short version of this for me is, I had actually never heard of this as a trope before. It's not something that I had actually been aware of, and so I have just had like a, an interesting time trying to like kind of diagnose like where this question would be answerable for Wing because I get what they're saying. He is this martial artist prodigy and he does end up getting surpassed by Hero, specifically in the movie um, because Wufei is lost for a majority of the time. Mm -hmm. The other thing is Wufei's characterization that we get outside of Wing, which there's so little of it in Wing, aside of him like just being this really proud asshole, really. He's this 14-year-old child genius who, like, was married to another child genius. And that's a thing that we basically never see. And so he really is just relegated to this, oh, he's, like, the Chinese martial artist, and that's really all you get from him. 
He's like supposed mm-hmm. to be really stoic and that's about it. But it's like, I don't know. There, there was almost no time to even address any of that because all we get of him is a couple scenes where he's a real asshole to Sally Poe. And then he's stoic and trying to be indifferent and goes off on his own. And then we don't see him for like 40 episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's for it's, the best. Yeah, it, it's just like so much of Wu Fei is like you try and fix one thing and you realize that there's so much more work that needs to be done to the point that he wouldn't be recognizable if you had to fix everything about him. Right. I'm saying, I look at Wu Fei and say, I can't fix him. Yeah. But I like him. He's still like a compelling character for better or for worse. Yeah. Just one, one that you have to put a lot of asterisks behind. Fixing Wu Fei would require an overhaul of Wing as a whole. Like. Yeah. And. A hundred percent. We're not getting paid enough for that. And we will um, maybe get to that. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, next question from John uh, in a similar vein. How different would the show have been if Wu Fei was the main protagonist? It would have been wildly different. We would have explored his character more fully and it would have been hopefully uh-huh. more interesting. And he may have gotten a better fleshed out arc and not been a weird psychopath by the end of it. I want to know what that final showdown would have been like because if like we had any sort of like character growth context for it. Like, I would have loved Wu Fei and Trace to get more battles, aside from once in the beginning of the show and once in the end of the show, to really like, flesh out this like rivalry between Zex. them. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, like, uh, that That was a recurring thing, and it made each one more impactful, because mm-hmm. you have everything before it kind of building it. And with this one with Trace, it's just, why are you speaking to each other this way? You've not yeah. interacted since I, episode he ca- seven. He counted how many dead soldiers there are. I'm going to cry about it I now. think having Wu Fei front and center would have fixed a lot of things by allowing us to explore mm-hmm. his character and, like, the writers to flesh him out more and, like, kind of readjust his character. While I think Hiro being relegated to the position that Wu Fei had as, like, an alternate character who's just this nihilistic, fatalistic character, that... That's Hiro from beginning to end. That never changes, and that works fine as a background character. So mm-hmm. I think it would have potentially been more interesting if Wu Fei had been the main character, and they had also obviously written him much, much better. Yeah. <laughs> Alas. <laughs> um, Phoenix asks, if he was in charge of raising Maramea, would Trey's have been a decent dad? No. Fuck no, but also I think... Maybe if he tried a little bit harder to tell Mayor Maya, hey, what I want is not to control the world. I mean, his actions and his words were different in this case because his actions very much were pointing towards I want to control the world to enforce peace. But I think if maybe, you know, he was around to tell Mayor Maya, actually, I want to be a martyr for peace. Maybe she would have gotten it. He would have been a very protective dad, but he also Mm -hmm. would have just been spouting ideology off at a baby until they were a child and a literal baby child yeah. would have no idea what the fuck he's talking uh-huh. about but would internalize <laughs> Mayor would have turned out worse if trace was her dad in that, that is picture. exactly where i was going with that <laughs> um we have a question from i i think it's pronounced jared <laughs> um who asks would the minions have worked for trace 100 percent. whoever that guy is that asked that question genius question excellent stuff <laughs> great question Keep them coming. Uh, I, I, I still like what I said about how it shouldn't be all 899 minions following one person. It should be a sort of like piece of the pie of evil of like a lot of them are following trays, but there's still other evil people that they're going to follow. Like they probably I fucking, think uh, they uh, what's his face? They would have divvied Max, up over the series. Max, are you telling the me series. there's 899 of those little yellow fucks? Exactly 899 of them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
So I, I think where the series started, the minions would have all probably been under trays, uh, especially as like the front and center of Oz and the face of yeah. the Romafeller Foundation, because the United Earth Sphere Alliance uh, is evil. Yes. And they are imposing mm-hmm. their will upon the space colonies. But like a lot of how they're doing that is being funded through Oz and through Romafeller. Yeah. And so they would start out there but as more and more worse people show up and okay maybe yeah i i i know you probably just said something similar to this but like 898 of them would have been with trays and from the beginning one of them would have been with dorothy (laughs) i think honestly more of them would have been with tuberov than with trays interesting tuberov was more like explicitly evil than trays was because you know well, that's, you can that's still what make I'm the saying. Trace was working as yeah. as the series goes. They would just like split into minion factions. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you have like a couple following Wu Fei, and they're like, "Why the fuck are they with him?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This this is like I I gotta do some a whole fucking bit of minionology for this one, but it's fun to imagine. I like Gundam minion crossovers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm predictable. I <laughs> my interests are. They're very public. Ah, oh, Lord. Um, uh, Phoenix asks, where would you put the one fuck allowed in the PG-13 movie in the show? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I got it. I got one. Okay. When when Miliardo fires Libra's beam cannon at Trey's door, he's like, fuck! <laughs> oh, uh, I, think, I think mine would be during the battle in Antarctica. Where uh, Relina flies in between heavy arms and tall geese, <laughs> and uh, Zex would say, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, mine. Mine was actually also in that scene, but it would have just been like a very quiet fuck as Hero just kind of face plants onto the ice. Yeah, that's really good <laughs> yeah, too. After he tumbles out, that's good. Or give it to Relina, Hero. I want you to fucking kill this man. Yes, <laughs> that's good. I love that. Good. In the very beginning of the show, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> They said or duo they saying set... I'm the fucking god of death. Yeah, yeah. God. I mean, there's so many places. There's a lot of really good places for it. Um, Danny asks, who in the wing cast would win in Amogus? Katra Rababa winner. Yeah, that earnest heart. People think he can't lie. People, People th- exactly. Oh. People would look at him oh. and he would he would do puppy dog eyes and they would crack. Or if they were not in separate rooms, if they were on voice chat. They would just listen to his tone of voice and Hero would be like, I think he's telling the truth, guys. <laughs> Hero would be so bad in Among Us. Oh, my God. <sighs> Very sus. Um, Use Gundam Salesman asks, Gundam Wing showcases the boys playing basketball and playing musical instruments. What hobbies does each wing character pick up now that war is over forever? Ball. Hero's into tech. They're all just ball. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Well, I mean, he just makes dogs. Ugh. Oh, we know we know Troas hangs out in the circus. I was That's going a hobby, for a stuffed animal joke because of the teddy bears, <laughs> but you know. Oh yeah. Um, duo's I duo's think... hobby is scrapbooking. He can't get away from junk. Duo has like a very successful Etsy store where he makes like yeah. sculptures out of the junk he finds. Yes. Um, I think Catra. Catcher becomes a streamer, but he's really good at like 4X games and Civ and, you know, shit that requires being an intelligent leader. (laughs) 
uh Wu Fei uh takes up um like leading yoga and Zumba classes because it's, <laughs> it is it is a way for him to like work out his anger um but it's also like benefiting other people and it's not harmful. Mm-hmm. I like according to what we understand of Wu Fei's character, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, I'm I dig it. 14-year-old Zumba d- instructor. Hell yeah. <laughs> Divorced. Um Trey's would learn about board games and uh lose his fucking mind. Oh my god. Trey's would be a forever DM for uh, a party of D&D including um Zex Noin, Lady Un and uh like Sally, Sally. by extension. Yeah. That's good. You just described a polycule D&D group. Yeah, well Gundam loves I'm, I'm good smiling polycule. and nodding. <laughs> <laughs> Seems right for them. Yep. Um Let's see. Cass asks, who in Wing has the best fit? It's fucking annoying. That cowboy outfit. You kidding me? It's 100% annoying. And there's like multiple. You're both wrong. It's duo in Endless Waltz. Uh, The red shirt, the leather jacket, the black pants. Oh my God. Yeah, it's It's, pretty good. But it's not a cowboy outfit. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if it was like father duo outfit again i would be more into it but i think i think it's still nine mm-hmm. two to one outnumbered very outnumbered. sorry <laughs> all right um machina has assembled some sort of excerpts from frozen teardrop for i'm just gonna i haven't read these i'm gonna read these aloud for us okay. to hear and react okay. to live on air okay um <laughs> mars gets colonized great that that tracks yeah. that's happened in uc gundam and we know that they were terraforming mars pretty normal yep uh Duo becomes a drunk, abusive father. Unfortunately, I knew this. this I'm glad uh, I didn't read Frozen Teardrop. Uh, yep. Wait, a, I, I'm trying to remember if they rationalize why the fuck this happened, but like, he marries Hildy, which, hey, that fucking rules. And then that, that that's rules. very good. And then how did it get so yeah, bad? And then he becomes a priest and she's like a nun. And then their shit Jesus. falls apart and he just turns into an asshole. Well, it's because they involve a Catholic church. That explains it. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> Duo has a son that he named Duo Maxwell. This is funny as hell. Um, <laughs> Duo Maxwell, you were named after the bravest man I know. <laughs> no, Duo exactly. Maxwell. It's, it's <laughs> essentially. Does he call him Duo Junior or Duo the Second? That I don't remember. I Duo Duo. Yeah. Duo Duo. <laughs> Duo. This is like a fucking Pokemon. Um, Hero is a clone. And there are two hero clones, Alpha and Beta. What the fuck? I don't want to talk about it. I think Frozen Teardrop <laughs> sucks ass. Teardrop, this might suck. I think Frozen Teardrop's fucking bad. insane. Yeah. Wu Fei gets an Epion that he names Nataku. I okay, mean, shocker. You can't, name, you can't name every fucking robot after your dead wife, dude. Get over it. It's the only woman he respects, dude. <laughs> I hate him. Um, Nat, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Nano machines are used to keep Martians from rebelling against Relina. I love Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> God, oh, college ball! They got the vaccine that people in this world think they're getting. Yeah, they got the fucking Bill Gates Microsoft vaccine <laughs> up in Mars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, Trey, oh, yep. oh God, yeah. Oh, yeah, Trey's downloading his brain into Hero's brain. Wait. Huh? It's so much worse than you could have imagined. Why does it? Why does it do these things? The teardrop out. may be frozen, but mine are very liquid. God damn it! 
I need to see if I have that in my like box set. I, I, I may have to. I gotta say, yeah. Of of all of the, it's things, a manga though. This is it's, it's, oh, okay. it's all yeah. Yeah, you would um, you would have to find it online. But of all the insane shit you're hearing, it might pique your interest to go check out Frozen Teardrop because it's it's fucking wild. This last one is making me want to jump out my fucking window. Hero's letter at the end of Wing is proposal for marriage to Relina that reads, "Your sight, my delight. Will you marry me?" <laughs> why i would say go fuck yourself i mean she ripped it up she probably read it first and that's why she ripped it she's like fuck this (laughs) this sucks fuck frozen teardrop i'm glad i didn't read that shit god lord okay excuse me colin asks thank you machina good god (laughs) the wing fandom is the strongest in the world for making all the main characters actually appear on screen together how would you make the show anywhere near as good as all the people shipping it when I was 12 made it seem? Ground up rework. Like, that's the only yeah, it, real it, answer. You, you can. So start off with a plot Bible. <laughs> and also, yeah, really, don't change production teams halfway through. Uh-huh. Make it so that Operation Meteor was actually, like, the boys knew each other beforehand and then get split up, so they have to make their way back together to find each other, maybe? And then have and them their continue friends? working together throughout the series, because I know uh-huh. they we get moments where a couple of them are together at once, and those are pretty fucking fleeting. It's usually, like, one or two of them together, and yeah. nothing more than that. I would love some more established chemistry between them two. Um, yeah. And, and like Max was saying, like, having them know each other uh, and be part of uh, operation meteor beforehand would kind of give us that in into that relationship the the second best way because all of gundam wing takes place roughly over the course of a year um the the second best way is downtime scenes we get a couple of them with hiro and troa and i think that's really it maybe like one with hiro and duo towards the beginning where they don't know each other Mm. at all so it's not really worth anything yeah but yeah, it's like towards the end of Wing when we see them all with like Wufei fucking floating around or doing his like fucking forearm stretches and everyone else talking, like taking bets on what's going to happen. Shit like that, like giving them moments where they're not in the heat of battle. And when they are in the heat of battle working together, we get maybe two sequences of that. And it's when Katra yeah. is leading them, because if he didn't, yeah. they would have been dead. It's just a problem so, like, baked into the show that it's, like, can't really be fixed. Yeah. Um, Elvier asks, who would fail the hardest if they had to fill in another character's How Well Do You Know Me Facebook quiz? I swear, I remember these boys being friends, but they barely know each other by the end of the show. I th- honestly, I think everyone could pass except for Hero. <laughs> I honestly believe that um, Duo would probably get Wu Fei's the most wrong. Just, uh, just overall. Like, on principle. Uh, okay. Because those two characters don't connect in any way, essentially. Yeah. I mean, we know Katra gets everything 100% correct. Yes. He's, he is Spider-Man behind the desk he knows... meme. Like, he, he does know everything <laughs> about that. forgot about that. Katra knows middle names, birthdays. Like, he's, he's got their social security number. Yeah, he knows their last four, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Hero doesn't know fuck all. Hero's like Hero gets a zero on like how well do you know Relina's Facebook quiz? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> uh, Danny asks, "Do you think Relina crossed Dorothy could have blown up as a ship if Wing came out today?" I'm glad it didn't, and I hope it never does. I don't think Dorothy 
needs anyone else. I think Dorothy yeah. is like I think Dorothy needs a hobby. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think Dorothy needs a relationship. Um I to answer the question more directly, I think it would have been a more popular ship uh, if this mm-hmm. was a more modern program. I don't think it should be though. Yeah, it, yeah it's like there are more interesting ships than Dorothy Cross Relina, I think. Like mm-hmm. I feel like if this was made today, it would be like Trays and Zex would be maybe the biggest one. Oh, for sure. And it was certainly already a very big one. Yeah. Wow, it's almost as if characters who have a very <laughs> intimate amount of screen time together, there's more to discuss. I think there would Whoa. probably be a, a more like wild amount of just like characters who never interacted that would be shipped. Um mm-hmm. like far more than there were in the past. Because a lot of it uh at the time seemed and from what i have seen is uh, just like based on on screen chemistry like there's a lot of yeah. really obvious stuff like um hero and duo katra and troa like yeah and there's a lot of fandom stuff nowadays that just says fuck it and they're just pushing characters together that wild to, because that I'm used to be the case it. back in the day too like there are, yeah. there are old ass, history repeats itself. There are old ass like Yu-Gi-Oh shippers and stuff like that who would just mash two characters who never talk to each other together and they have their own specific ship name even. But it's like yep. for some reason the the Gundam Wing fans in the US and well particularly in the US I believe uh were were just like, "Oh, the ones that I saw on screen together. Yeah, that that's fine." <laughs> yep. Um which is why I'm going to ship Cans and Dr. J. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I ship cans and septum, <laughs> coward. Call, call that Jans. <laughs> um, and refuse. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, Peter asks, Wing doesn't like to commit to main character deaths, excluding one notable exception. Thematically, who do you think should have stayed dead? Uh, Lady Un. <laughs> Honestly, like I know, she didn't need to come back. I know she starts the preventers, but Sally or Noin could have done that without her. They could have done it. There's actually a couple. There's there's no like, real reason for the Wing Gundam to get like destroyed in a last shooting style moment in the show. Yeah, like she she didn't need to knock him out of the way. Trace could have just dodged the last minute and be like, "I knew you'd fucking fire like, on me, asshole." It could have been fight you now. It could have been so much more tragic if Trace died and then Un's heart stopped. Like, oh fuck! Yeah. Uh-huh. So my heart it. stopped hearing that. Sorry, I've been sitting on I that for think, a while. <laughs> I also think. Uh, Zex should not have come back for no, like that. That made his like quote unquote sacrifice. Like, what was the what? What? Why? Yeah, yeah. There's it, no, there's like, no, there's no weight to that scene now. Yeah, and I mean, it's because he, it's because he's a char is why he came back. But like, if when Hero and Zex battle, like by sparing him somehow, that inadvertently ends up killing him instead. Like that, Hero has to live with killing Relina's brother. I think that could have been much more pivotal. Absolutely. Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, another meaty question from Jojo F's. Contemporaries Wing and Metal Gear have a number of thematic similarities, primarily the automation of war and the Wufei slash Big Boss narrative about the forgotten soldier carrying on a meaningless fight after crushing themselves into the mold of their defeated foe, Trey's and the Boss, a.k.a. The Joy. What's the hidden common literary source or cocktail of sources we are likely missing that brought us both? Um, I could not tell you. I am not equipped for I this question. Gonna, this is a really good question, but I am not prepared to answer it. <laughs> I want to say that, I mean, 
again, proliferation of war and everything. Desert Storm happened a couple years before they made Wing. Like, I feel like it's a lot of it with Metal Gear. And Metal Gear was, like, really early 90s, I think, on the MSX. But, like, Metal Gear, Colonel. Colonel. Um, Honestly, I feel like the biggest thing is just, like, that hopelessness when you see, like, wars happening and just, like... You can, like, look at the world and just, you can tell, you know, shit's never necessarily going to be good. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, hell, it's February 2nd, 2022, and, like, we're reading headlines about U.S. sending troops to the Ukraine, and it's just, like... God. It's, like, it's like that feeling of, like, ah, beans, you know? It's sad, and it fucking sucks, and people write stories about the things that make them feel strongly about things, and, you know, it very much is just, like, a, this is how the world goes. Yeah. Like... I don't know if it's necessarily a literary source. I think it is very much a reflection of the the climate, the socio political climate that the world is in at that moment in time. And I think that turns just out Gundam. humans love war. Yeah, I think that's just Gundam as a whole. That was exactly what Tomino mm-hmm. was doing with the original 0079. I it continues. It it frankly is, mm-hmm. gets more apparent as the time goes on. Do you mean to say the war is bad? Yeah, I would definitely. Whoa, definitely argue Whoa. that. <laughs> fucked up if true um let's 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 get into some lighter questions now um phoenix asks what kind of sauce would you put on the gundam wing uh mango habanero shit i was gonna say mango habanero it needs it needs something that would be tasty you get that mango in there you're getting a nice Mm. flavorful bite and then it explodes on you yeah what you thinking jules (laughs) I genuinely don't know. Okay, well, you're gonna you're you, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm giving you regular buffalo sauce, and then you can That's exactly when we, when what we I get was to thinking. the restaurant, you can you can change your order. <laughs> I'm gonna put uh, pesto. I want pesto on that wing. Yo, pesto wing. All right, fuck yeah. You get the fucking wing finiche exactly. from Bill Diaries. Okay, for some reason. <laughs> Z asked, "What mobile suit would be the best shape for a chicken nugget?" Uh, I think Sandrock. That that is my personal take. Sandrock has. Would it, would, would if you mean like the the little flares on his shoulders were just nuggets you could pull off and munch yep. on, or the tragos? It's just kind of a big lump. That's true. That's true. Um, Stephen asks if you could put wings on a Gundam, which one and what kind of wings? Oh my god! Man. I saw on the Gun Plus subreddit someone put the Wing Zero Endless Waltz wings on the Sazabi, and it looked quite silly. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting the Endless Waltz wings on the Aries. Oh, Angel Aries. Um, I'm only putting one on it, so it's fucking Sephiroth. I'm saluting. People, I'm saluting people have it. done that with a Leo, I've seen. Uh, Hell yeah. It's very, very One-winged good. Aries. The, the Leo flugel. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I have a hard time with this question. I think I would put, like, I know they're not really wings, but, like, the Gundam Dynamis, like, shield plates. Where they're these, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really similar to, like, the Death Scythe Hell's active cloak. I think I would like to put those on something like heavy arms. So it's like oh. this really heavy shielded. And then when it opens up to go like full burst, it really opens up because it is like, okay, guard down. It's my time to attack. Uh-huh. I think that would be what I would do. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Mitch asks, what's your favorite order of Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, mango habanero. <laughs> yeah. Are you Thai surprised? Curry. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, no, mango habanero is good for me. I mean, again, you gotta go boneless, though. I don't give a shit if it's reconstituted. I don't want to have yeah, to eat around a bone. That's fine. Uh-uh. 
Just at B-dubs, it's absolutely boneless. Anywhere else, I like I like eating. Yeah. Regular wings. <laughs> with 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 B-dubs, you know what you're getting into. It's garbage, nonetheless. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush here. Um, this one's an easy one. Danny asks, out of the grunt suits, what was your favorite? Uh, for me, it's the Aries. Space Leo. Big same. <laughs> Space Leo, baby. Space Leo. What if it was Get purple? purple. <laughs> what if it was purple? Uh, John asks, on grunt suits, what do you think? I'm sorry. On grunt suits, do you think Wing would have benefited from more frequent designs like Zeta? And I want to say no, just because I really do feel like Wing benefited from not overloading us with all these different designs because it really didn't focus on the suits. I, right? You get like the technology behind the suits more than the suits themselves. I half agree. I, I think it would have been better if instead of, you know, like Enemy of the Week, like the previous series had done. Uh, or multiple series have done um, if Oz had had a better foundation just in general like if there were more stuff like the Aries and the Pisces I like the Taurus but like the Taurus is a pretty straight line from that to mm-hmm. the the Leo the Pisces is a little bit more interesting and the the Aries is so cool like it's so stylish and if they would have leaned more into that like more specialized or like more specific uses, something along those lines, and just had that as the foundation, I I think Leos would wear people out a lot less because you'd see mm-hmm. other interesting suits in the mix more often. And then yeah. like the natural evolution to the Taurus, the Virgo, and all of that would like make sense because then we are building on that that stronger foundation. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like we don't as much as I love to say Valkyrie Robot, we don't need it to just a constant stream of Valkyrie Robot. Because when you don't have that stream, you can appreciate what you do have. Right. Colin asks, what if Oz was the Chinese Zodiac instead of the European Zodiac? I, we might have gotten Ooh. some cooler suits out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we already have the dragon. And that's just Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what if there was a mobile suit that was a horse? Oh, wait. Watch G Gundam. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do need I to want, see... I want a pig suit. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, the pig or, like, a boar suit or um, mm-hmm. a rat suit. Like, like a smaller mobile suit. That's one mm-hmm. thing we really didn't get any of in this series. Yeah. I, I it's, like, like, size variations. Yeah, I, yeah. I really like when they were, like, the, um, like, the dots, I think they were, in 0079. And, like, some of just, like, the smaller craft... Uh, I think they have the potential to be interesting. And everyone loves yeah. the ball from 0079. So, like, uh-huh. you could do something silly and it could be, like, small and minor and not super important. But it'd be fun to see. I, I want to see a problematic height gap. Exactly. Um, yeah. Cryos uh, asks, uh, I'm sorry, Cryo, how y'all feel about the Oz Prize Leos? Uh, this is pretty far down our mailbag in the actual channel. Um, but they've posted the Leos, the Leon, and the Leor, I believe that they're called. Yeah. Um, these are from oh. G-Unit, I think? No. Some fucking Gundam side story. They're like tricked out Leos. The Leos is like the Leo with the fucking gold trim on like the flintlock beam it has. And it has like the cape. Right. Uh, the there's like a big chunky gold one with like the giant Virgo like half dome armor. Uh, and then you got a, what if a Leo was a girl? I like the color schemes of all of them quite a bit, and I do love a good laser lance, but I think the Leo S is the standout. Like, the red and Absolutely. gold and the fucking It has cape. a cape, come yeah. on. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I'm with you. The color schemes are cool, but like, 
And and while they do, it, it's cool that they're like very specialized Leos. It's just like it's a bit much. The cape makes sense at least, and the big chunky Leo does make sense as well. The girl Leo is just like, why does it need hair? I mean, the No Belt Gundam existed because it was G Gundam and it was weird on purpose, but like, yeah, a bit much. Really pretty colors go. Yeah. Um, Dresher asks, have you ever met people who straight up thought Wing was the first Gundam series? Probably one or two. Yeah. Like, just being very frank, I'm I'm sure. Um, uh-huh. I I'm I'm almost certain I have at least one or two people that I know still to this day that would probably, if I was like, hey, you know, I did a thing about Gundam. And they would be like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, like the one on Toonami. <laughs> yeah, there are probably people who think that Wing is the only Gundam series. They just think it's called Gundam Wing. They don't think, they don't realize that Gundam is the prefix, right? Yeah. Or that Wing is the suffix, I suppose. Again, and that's like what we were talking about, how it's just like, it's a standalone show, and it's good for that. I'm glad it is. Uh, Sarah asks, how would you rewrite Wing to make it good? I wouldn't, because it can't be done. It's, again, it would have to be like a full ground-up overhaul. Like you would, you would have to start just completely fresh. And mm-hmm. I think one of the best things that you could do is try to make it move further away from the original Gundam. So Operation mm-hmm. Meteor, keep that. I think that's very crucial to what Gundam Wing is and becomes. But like, get rid of the Shars counterattack at the end of the show. Give the boys <laughs> more screen time. Give them way more chemistry and maybe redesign the Gundams a little bit. Um, and I think one of the other things that could really benefit from that is give the Sandrock Kai and the like heavy arms Kai, like give them an actual like upgrade. Give with them a, cool a, a design. Yes. Yeah. I, I think yeah. those are probably some of the bigger things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ours asks if wing is good. What is good? If wing is not good, am I good? And if not now and in the nineties wing is fine and war like is bad. <laughs> So, so 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 true, bestie. <laughs> Goblin Boy asks, "What each of the Wing Boys? Well, I'm sorry. What does each of the Wing Boys for you page on TikTok look like?" Oh God. Um, Katra's is all like leftists, um, like talking about politics and and trying to have like open conversations and stuff. Um, Wu Fei's is all thirst traps. Um, <laughs> Duos is also all thirst traps. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I'm nodding. I'm um, nodding. Heroes would be all like puppies and kitten videos. Like yeah. that one's Aww, yeah. that one's for sure. And Troa would just it would be weird clown shit. <laughs> it would be Troa's like in clown girl honk heaven over here. Shut up. <laughs> uh Shaunen asks, on a scale from one to 0079, how close to the original show is it? AKA how Gundam is weak. It's double O. That's what it is. <laughs> It's turn A. Oh. Um, it's enough. It's it's as much like Gundam to the point that I don't want it to be that close to Gundam. I think it's closer to my 79 than it is to Zeta or Double Zeta. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. And then it gets too close to Shards Counter. A little too close for again. comfort, yeah. A little too close for comfort. Um, Z asks, what is the definitive worst bird? Oh, um, I don't know. I fucking hate Killdeer. Like... That's just a personal, <laughs> like, that's just a bird that I fucking hate to see. Oh, that's a cute bird. It's a plover. <laughs> um, For my money, it's the fucking bald eagle. Fuck that thing. Trash bird. Trash bird. Trash bird. Trash bird. Piece of yeah. shit. Ben Franklin was right. It should have been a turkey. <laughs> gobble, gobble, motherfucker. 
I mean, my favorite bird is the uh, turkey vulture, which is half of the turkey. I saw one of those the other day. They're big. They're doing a job. Yeah. It's important. They smell so good. Well, the birds themselves, their sense of smell is really good. Yes. We don't they know how they... Smell. We don't... Yeah. They, they, yeah. They <laughs> pee on themselves to cool themselves down. Anyway. Um, I guess uh, for the interest of time, this will be the last question because we might spend a little bit of time on okay. it. Uh, so near the very bottom of the mailbag, um, Phoenix has asked us, has presented us with a chart of who says fuck and with what frequency the character says fuck. Um, and we can answer this, I think. <laughs> Duo says so, Duo says fuck very sparingly and looks around anytime he does. <laughs> I yeah, I I mean, he's like between the first two categories, right? I I think Duo can go in the has sworn off saying fuck, but has said it at some point yeah, category. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hero and Dorothy regularly say fuck regularly for sure. Say fuck. Like Dor- Dorothy, I think says fuck more than any other character in the show for my <laughs> yeah, money. Absolutely, yeah. It is a new, <laughs> is a like new habit. Um, <clears throat> um, I think Katra legally cannot say fuck. No, K- Katra. If Katra said fuck, something bad would happen. He can't. <laughs> it's like not even legally. He physiologically cannot say fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Wufei. Wufei's in the middle. He hasn't said fuck, but he could say fuck if he wanted to. Yeah. Um, Dr. J has sworn off saying fuck. <laughs> I guess they kind of he kind of speaks for the whole Gundam team. Miliardo piece said, crap. Or the scientist Miliardo team. specifically has not said fuck before and refuses to say it. Zex on the <laughs> other hand. Good. Zex on ooh, the other ooh. hand. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um I think Trey's Trey's has sworn off saying fuck, but he's said it before. Maybe in his more brash years. Lady Un says fuck regularly. <laughs> Lady Un says fuck regularly. Um Let's put Lady Un and Sally and Noin all in the regularly yes. says fuck category because yes, I like them. <laughs> um, Marimea, I think she legally can't say yeah, fuck. She's no, too young. She's seven. You young. shouldn't be. You shouldn't be seven year old. Shouldn't say fuck. This is the stance I'm. I'm taking on this show. Uh, are we missing anyone? Any blind spots here? I mean, probably a couple. She like says a swear the... and then everyone just like stares oh, at her until okay. she apologizes. Most important of all, Howard. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, who? Howard. <laughs> oh, Howard. Howard? I honestly I don't think he does. I think he says just like <laughs> not not attempting to like not swear, but he just has funny little sayings instead. Yeah. <laughs> Howard curses like the fucking teacher in Danny Phantom curses. Absolutely. <laughs> He's like, oh Moby Dick. <laughs> I mean that one's less of a good example but That's yeah no, howard's like a fucking howard's mr lancer like oh pride and prejudice and the one fucking piece of million gets shot oh god well damn this is a two-hour podcast as of right now yeah. and i think in the interest of all of us uh getting to bed at a reasonable hour that's probably where we're gonna cut it again uh big apologies to everyone whose questions we didn't get to um, we'll be, you know, we'll talk about them in Discord. Bring them up to us. We'll answer them. We're always active. Um, because this mailbag was so fucking gargantuan. And I love everyone for submitting yeah, so much. Thank to you it, all so much. We're, we're we're just three people. <laughs> we don't have eighteen meter tall nuclear powered death machines. I, I may be six only. three, but I am just a little guy. Like <laughs> I'm the click. I'm the click hole headline. <laughs> I'm willing to reconsider my anti war views for Gundam. <laughs> Um, 
And that'll take us to the end of Wing. Wow, we did it. We fucking did it again. I mean, this is a really fun time. I had such a blast recording this with y'all. Mm-hmm. 100%. I, I'm very glad. This is I'm the team I assembled for this. I'm very, very glad <laughs> that it was you two because this, I feel like this is a wonderful cast we put together for oh, the show. Thank you. I'm I'm just very grateful that I could be here. <laughs> I've had a blast. It was my baby's first podcast. So. And now you're going to start you did several a, more. You did a... Could have fooled me, Julia. You did such a good job. Um, I guess that'll bring us in into plugs as we kind of close out this one. Sure, I'll uh, I'll kick us off. My name is Jared or Jay. You can find me at Pagliacci Proto J on Twitter. Meet me in the Discord if you want to chat. I've been Julia. Uh, I can, as always, find me mostly on Twitter, uh, where I most recently retweeted a very cute deer persona at the Crown Jewels J U L E S with two underscores. Where I live. <laughs> it's where you live um and i'm max you can find me on twitter maxi bajillion uh you can listen to my other podcast there's pot of greed about Yu-Gi-Oh. there's slappers only about video game music and there's never mind the trollocs and which is well the, it'll the, the final episode will come out like a week or two maybe after this comes out but like we're done we've recorded that one now uh and we'll be back when season two of wheel of time comes out um and this show can be found on twitter at never mind no this show can be found on Twitter at Wild Kid Podcast. <laughs> um, Sorry. You can go to the Discord links in the episode descriptions or the Twitter header to, to hang out with us and ask us questions. You can uh, go to noisepace.xyz to find this and many, many more podcasts. Um, my poor wires are so crossed. Um, and Julia. Yes. What's the, what's the robot of the week? Fuck, I was hoping we weren't going to do that this time. <laughs> One last time. <laughs> Open vein. It's the Aries. I, I want it to be higher. Oh, yeah. It's just a good friend. It's, it's, a cool, it's cool. Top Gun. We love it. Nice. Um. Well, thank you all for tuning in, Julia and Jared. Thank you for co-hosting. Hell yeah. Um, thank you for having us. I yeah. Oh, it was a blast. I had so much fun with it. And... As I lock you two in your little Gundam <laughs> sleepy time pods and rocket you towards the sun, I'm gonna head to Mars uh, <laughs> because I gotta get a fucking Matrix port installed in the base of my spine. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. This podcast will continue like an endless waltz. The the three beats of recording, <laughs> editing, and posting. Um, hey, I almost forgot to say it, but I didn't. <laughs> what do we always say at the end of this show? War is bad. Wow. Cool robot. Bye. Bye. After Colony, goodbye Bye forever. forever. <laughs> You'll Hero never Yui. hear my dumbass voice again. Mine either. <laughs> I can still, <laughs> I can still hear her to this day until I get you to, you know, yeah, fair on a different podcast. <laughs> It'll happen. You, you have the taste for it now. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's in you. Um, all right, Peach. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.